The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter today. We're going to talk about bold predictions for the Denver Broncos and uh, things that could be happening, maybe not, but... We're going to take our shot and call our shots uh, on the podcast today. But first, our friends at Bespoke Edge, BespokeEdge.com. Of course, men's custom clothier, well, they're family-owned right here in Denver. Well, several years they've been doing it. And, of course, award-winning blog posts and videos over there at BespokeEdge.com. Maybe it's something creative for date night. Maybe it's a, uh, well, of course, a lot of people got married over the holiday season, and maybe there are weddings coming up. So be sure to check it out over there at BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com, men's custom clothier. They've been doing it for several years, and they know the Denver style. That's BespokeEdge.com, BespokeEdge.com. But bold predictions for the Denver Broncos. Uh, I have a couple. Logan, I know you have uh, one or two, so we'll get to these. And and I want to start with my first one because I suppose you could lock this one in. I think the Denver Broncos are zeroing in on Drew Locke at quarterback. Missouri uh, essentially as the franchise quarterback moving forward. This would be a move that I would absolutely be for because it means you have a path. It means you are trusting the franchise on the right arm of Drew Locke. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I think it's a good thing, quite frankly, but it could very well turn out bad too. But at least you have a path. And at least you know where you're going moving forward. And it'll be up to Rich Cangarello and that team, T.C. McCartney, to make sure that this kid probably not going to start in year one, although maybe you see him come in later towards the season. It will be the end of Case Keenum. We'll see Case Keenum play, uh, play the year out. He has every motivation to play as well as possible because – That's another potential contract down the road for him, more money. And then Denver moves forward with Drew Locke for 2020. So that's one of my bold predictions per se. Although I suppose as we get deeper and deeper into this process, it's not as bold. Uh, Everybody's starting to kind of like Drew. Man, I liked Drew Locke years ago. Uh, His junior season was just... That's a chef's kiss. Uh, Logan, you have a bold prediction in regards to the draft. I do. Uh, I I think that it's kind of starting to become a point to where it looks as if Drew Locke is probably going to be the guy if he is there at 10. But along with that, I think the Broncos are also going to take a quarterback in the later rounds. Oh, two quarterbacks. I do. In the five, maybe in the six, or even as an undrafted. At this point, you have to just kind of keep taking hacks and swinging until you hit something, right? You need to have somebody else in there and... Just bring somebody. I mean, who knows? You can find a diamond in the rough. You can find somebody that can really sure. turn heads, though. I think that by the mind is they spend a draft pick late in the rounds, just pick up somebody who's there, see if it works out, and you never know. You could be pleasantly surprised. I mean, it's been so bad in recent years. How much worse can it get? At least you're trying. Well, that that's a bad way to grade it, though. It's been so bad. How worse could it get? Oh, we don't want to go down that road because that means we're – that means we're shooting for under the standard that should be shot under. We're always raising the standards here, Logan. Come on. 
We want to. We we want. They're going to find a franchise quarterback in this draft, right? You know what? Maybe they're going to draft the quarterback. Please in the late rounds. Please find one. They are going to find that golden gleaming late round star. Find one, please. Uh, it, it would be very 2012 esque for the Washington Redskins. Well, of course, if you remember, took Robert Griffin in the uh, first uh, first uh, first couple picks. What was he? No, he was number two. And then they took some guy named Kirk Cousins in the fourth round. And it turns out Kirk Cousins was the better pick. Shocker. It's crazy how so many people saw Robert Griffin as such this dynamic. Ama- I, I just don't see it. But that that's a whole nother rabbit hole we don't want to go down. So, uh, My next bold prediction is that the Broncos are going to be relatively quiet in the offseason. I think this is a team that's going to be focusing very much on the draft, focusing very much on retaining their players because they got a lot of good ones that could be on the way out. We're talking about Shaq Barrett, Demata Pecco, Bradley Roby. Uh, what are they going to do long-term with Emmanuel Sanders, Derek Wolf? Those contracts potentially restructured or maybe just no longer with us. Darian Stewart, aging veteran. I think it's very much going to be internal when it comes to the big news regarding the Broncos. I don't think you're going to see them go out. Now, I know everybody wants to write about Nick Foles and Joe Flacco and this and that. I I just don't see them making that big splash, for better or worse. Maybe they bring in a free agent or two uh, as far as a second corner, third corner, maybe some depth at linebacker, but... I think you're gonna I think you're gonna see this Denver Bronco team bank on the twenty eighteen draft and say, look, we have guys, we wanna progress, we wanna build on that, continue with that through the draft, but then from there, give those guys the opportunity and say, We're not gonna bring in a big fish. Okay. Because our big fish is gonna be Drew Locke. So relatively quiet in the postseason. My third bold prediction in our way too early bold predictions is Denver will be a playoff team next year. I think they're a wild card team. Denver was a couple missed throws, a missed field goal away from literally being eight and eight, nine and seven. And it's no surprise. I, I, I'm anybody who listens to this radio program or the podcast knows. I, I believe Vance Joseph is responsible for at least three, four losses a year that you probably should have won. And if you flip those numbers around, that's putting Denver in a 10-11 win situation. I think they are that potential. Now, we'll see how Rich Gangarello is, but quite frankly, and maybe to use a little bit of your logic, Logan, how bad can he be? I mean, if Scangarello is any sort of upgrade over Bill Musgrave, who was just dreadful. Musgrave did not know how to work the offense. He didn't know when to run the ball. He didn't know how much to run the ball. Didn't utilize his weapons correctly. Didn't utilize Case Keenum well. I mean, he was basically trying to jam a round peg into a square hole. And it just didn't just didn't work well. Like, I just... I, I, I don't understand. And it's mind-blowing to me, too, because I feel like a coordinator at least should be able to kind of get that right. Like, 
at least know their guys and utilize them well. And that still didn't happen last year. And so I think that improvement there, the culture mentality that Vic Fangio can bring to where it's no death by inches, we're going to do our job, we're not going to screw up, and we're not going to beat ourselves, I think that's a big deal too. I think this roster is far better on paper. And John Elway obviously agrees. Because Elway said, yeah, we're we're going to nuke the coaching staff, bring in a more well-respected coaching staff. The Vic Fangio hire, that is a that is a that is a stamp on the idea that this roster can win and that a big part of it was Vance Joseph. So I think they're building for the future when it comes to reloading, but there's going to be a lot of pressure on this coaching staff to simply make this team better. So again, thank you to our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirit. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced, rotating, seasonally fair is just tremendous. Highly recommend you go check it out over there at tap14.com. That's tap14.com. And of course, you can check out all the great Broncos news at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com for all kinds of Broncos news, notes, discussions, debates, all the great stuff over there at milehighsports.com. Milehighsports.com. See you, y'all.